Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hello, hello, leaders and believers. Everybody else, people who are just passing by, maybe you're stuck with somebody in a car ride somewhere, well, welcome to the show. My name's Tanya and I'm absolutely thrilled to be back having this conversation with you. Uh, It's been a while, I apologise for that, it's just not as simple as I thought it was going to be to basically make the content that I really want to make now, uh, given all the things that have happened. And sometimes when it isn't coming together, I start like racing around and stressing and trying to put something out. And then it's like, no, it's got to be quality. If we're going to really talk about these issues, there's got to be some quality. uh, And then there's also got to be like me and Grace talking. Grace and I, sorry. And that's what we did. We had quite a long conversation and I've cut it up. We take a look at some of the news that's happened and both of us are qualified in social work. So we tend to look at things through that lens and I hope you find that interesting. And uh, let's kick off with part one of Tulips 
and the monster they created. So, hello, Grace. How are you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Long time. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what you been doing? Oh, just like gallivanting across the country. Oh, gallivanting. I had a bit of a holiday. Yeah, had a little bit, little bit of one. A bit of a break. No, that's good. I had a bit of a break as well. Man, it's been an interesting few weeks uh, for everybody. Ended up watching that documentary, Hillsong and Megachurch Exposed, and I watched it in the middle of the night because my neighbours woke me up screaming. And, yeah, it was good for the first two episodes. And then somewhere in the halfway through the third, I just... Yeah, I cried for like three days and I got the traumas and stuff, but it was really like really good. It was really, really good, you know, but poof, tell you what. And then, yeah, there's so many, there's so much good content coming up, so many good people that we're going to talk to and coordinating all of that and strategizing that is not always as easy as I wish it was. Yes. I want to start looking at more systemic stuff and, and more responses to trauma and all kinds of really interesting and important things that we need to talk about and figuring out you know what the priorities are has been has been a little bit tough so before we do that we thought we might just have a bit of a catch-up and see where fearless ex-leaders are and yeah seem to be more ex-leaders than leaders I guess now hey Mm. Mm. where do you want to start with that that report that came out yeah Yeah, yeah, I think that was, I know it's a few weeks late now, but I thought it'd be good to kind of talk about it because, you know, some key players over in the States had some things to say. Um, Well, there seemed like there was a domino effect immediately after that report was released. So this was the report that was conducted for New York City by law firm Zuckerman, Gore, Brandis and Crossman that, you know, it was undertaken by Hillsong after Carl Lentz's firing and the issues that were raised there. And when the report was returned, you know, the, the contents weren't released. And somehow it was leaked, a version of it was leaked to the Christian Post in the middle of April. And, um, yeah, there's a lot that goes along there. Do you want to? Yeah. Firstly, I just can't believe how has that leak not been Mm. Okay, so it was New York Post, and it's un- actually, funnily enough, it's under the entertainment tab. Hillsong's bombshell Carl Lengs report leaked sex, lies, and manipulation by Hannah Frischberg on the 12th of April. You're right. How does this highly top-secret report suddenly get a version of it was leaked? The timing's always interesting, but we haven't seen it since. Since this bombshell was dropped, no one seems to be able to get a copy of this report well, that I know of. Well, we've got a few pages of it, don't we? So it was 51-page report. A version of the 51-page report was leaked to Christian Post. There were some shocking allegations there, including that working with Lentz caused many churchgoers to suffer from mental illness. That is wife, Laura, reported once punched a former nanny and current Hillsong pastor in the face with a closed fist. And in that, in addition to the alleged affair with fashion designer Ranan Karen, 
he reportedly had at least one more with a woman he met at a Brooklyn deli and saved in his phone contacts as Germany. Yeah, so then it goes on saying, in reviewing Lenz's text messages, investigators also found that 43-year-old father of three had been sent price quotes for massages and other sexual acts by various masseuses. Quote, Laura Lentz stated that she had hunches and vibes that the massages were a bit strange and that in 2019 the routine of Lentz receiving messages became more of a nighttime occurrence, stated the report, which noted that when being interviewed by investigators, Lentz both attacked his accusers and bragged about being a very good liar, which purposefully hid his various imprudences. Such efforts included boldly lying to his wife, Laura, when she caught him and Leona Kimes in fragrante delecto on a couch in the home of former NBA player Tyson Chandler, the report detailed. Kimes, who had nannied the lenses for seven years, has previously written about the nightmarish experience in which she alleged she was subjected to manipulation, control, bullying, abuse of power and sexual abuse. The same day as the Christian Post published its piece on the report, Laura posted a screed against naysayers on Instagram. She writes, my family has remained silent through the ordeal because our priority has been in healing our family. This does not mean we do not have a lot to say, she wrote. When the time is right, we have a lot to say about what happened as well as speaking directly to the relentless lies, accusations and hypocritical scapegoating that has been sadly so prevalent. Until then, we are so grateful for the constant support of so many. Your kindness has meant the world to us. We are looking forward to a brighter day. Neither Hillsong nor Laura nor Carl Lentz returned the post request for comment. So, I mean, obviously the invitation to the Lentz's remains open to come on leaving Hillsong and tell their side of the story, but from a distance, I I find it quite interesting that I, I don't know who has leaked what for why but as we know Leona Kimes who had worked for them for the Carl and Laura Lentz for seven years alleged sexual abuse from Carl mid last year the Lentz's immediately refuted that and now it's come out that you know the wife walks in the room and she doesn't attack the husband she attacks she attacks the friend so it will be an interesting story when it comes out the rest of that report, I guess, was all very interesting just for that blatant kind of arrogance and overspending and entitlement and untouchable way that this particular individual was able to get away with. Hey, and yeah, well, I think as well, you remember, I think you, I remember you also pointing out, funnily enough, months ago, like. Laura Lentz had posted on Instagram a big thank you with a big bouquet, picture of a big bouquet uh, and it apparently came from Leona. Well, she's left that up there, yeah. So not long before all the stuff came out, there was a there's a picture, we'll grab it at some point, of a, a bouquet from Leona. And, you know, this the more, the more I look into this, particularly the women, the whole thing is so passive-aggressive. So it's not what's really said, it's what's... <laughs> Not said with this crew. I feel like we need an episode of bloody Dr. Phil and get them all up there. Please, Dr. Phil couldn't handle the passive aggressive of these ladies. Um, So then it looks like within the week, Josh Kimes has made a difficult decision to quit this. Um, He took to Instagram as well 
to make this announcement. So he starts off quoting Proverbs 16.9 in the NLT version. It says, we can make our plans that the Lord determines our steps. It was, our ne- it was never our plans to ever leave Hillsong Church. It's been home for 22 years of my life. It's where I've pastored for the six- last 16 years. It's where I recommitted my life to Jesus, got baptized, went to Bible college, got called into ministry, became a pastor, met my wife, got married, moved across the world, helped launch Hillsong NYC, had kids, baptized my daughter, planted Hillsong Boston, met and worked with, led with and served the most incredible people on the planet. It's been the honor of a lifetime. Wow, sounds like a hot mess to me, to be honest. Anyway, continuing, I'm forever grateful for the pastors, counselors, coaches and leaders who've played a part in my spiritual formation. Spiritual formation, interesting, and leadership journey. While it was never our plans to leave Hillsong, we made the difficult decision to resign as we know God is directing our steps to walk confidently and humbly into the unknown and trust him to open the right door and plan us somewhere new. Telling our eight-year-old daughter was really hard, a lot of tears and questions and even, uh, well, you guys can go, but I'm staying at Hillsong. We still love Hillsong. (laughs) We love Grishan and Danny, the staff that have remained and are working tirelessly to rebuild something healthy, beautiful, and God-glorifying. We love the team and volunteers across all locations and special love for those in Boston. We love everyone who still calls this broken but beautiful church home across the globe. We also, yeah, well, this is the big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we also love those who've been a part of Hillsong in the past but have moved on for various reasons. I'm deeply sorry that many have been hurt along the way. Mm. I apologize for any part of my leadership that's played in that hurt by perpetuating a culture. Stop. (laughs) By perpetuating a culture that at times valued the building of the church at the expense of those building it. So I think we, oh my God, it keeps going. He says transparency, honesty, accountability, and a culture that allows people to create healthy boundaries is so important. And I'm encouraged to see things starting to change. Hillsong will always hold a special place in our hearts, even with the immense pain we've endured while building church here yeah. in the USA. Pastors are meant to be shepherds who protect the sheep, not wolves who prey on the sheep they're entrusted to protect. Wow, see that perspective again with the like, not names. Yeah. And then he keeps going. He says, we've done a lot of work in the past 12 months through therapy and coaching to heal, process the past, learn and unlearn, forgive and seek forgiveness. Mm. We've been able... We've been able to create healthy boundaries in our lives, solidify our family values, learn how to be better prioritize our relationship with Jesus, our marriage, our two children, and then the building of the local church, which we're still very passionate about, by the way. And dot, then dot, dot. and then we're out of here, though. We're gone. Thanks, though. Well, then it's like we love this country. We love New York City. We built, moved here 11 years ago, blah, blah, blah. The rest of it just goes on to say, like, you know, I couldn't end it without letting those who care to know that I'm so, so proud of my wife. I love her deeply. She's not weak in any means. And then it says she's the bravest woman I know. What it takes for anyone to speak up against any form of abuse is painful, lonely, costly, and it comes at a price I wouldn't wish on anyone, especially when it's public. 
it's not fair, but life isn't fair. My wife could easily choose hate and bitterness toward those who've abused her, judged, lied, and tried to shame and silence her. But instead, dot, 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 has chosen love, humility, resilience, and personal growth. If you're a praying person and wouldn't mind praying for my family, would be very grateful as we're prayerfully and carefully consider what is next. Much, much love. We can't end it. We can't. We can't end end that because it it keeps going. Well, I just want um, to know: is um is Leona Combs the Amber Heard of this situation? Is Carl Lent some kind of Johnny Depp? I mean, what's going on here? Yes, and then he went to Instagram, didn't he? Is that yeah. Right? Well, clearly, clearly didn't stop there because then then what happened was it looks like um, Brian couldn't help himself. And he writes six minutes after the. Was that post on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, it was on Instagram, and and right after Brian then posts publicly on that Instagram post that Josh Kimes has made, and it's titled "The Kimes Family Announcement." He writes, "OMG, hypocrisy reigns supreme. Much to say, but we'll leave it for another day." See, Brian's a passive-aggressive 14-year-old. It's the best. OMG. OMG, <laughs> Brian. Oh, my God. He's like, <sighs> I don't know whether he ever took it down, but all I know is Josh Kimes very quickly um, put his profile pub, uh, private. So now if you go to look for the post itself, oh, you can't find it. These people, they're private. So we've had Josh announce in, uh, you know, his resignation after that, you know, that little leak is made and, and made public about the whole Kimes kerfuffle with, with the lenses. And then, you know, he's now resigned. You know, Brian's spitting a bit of passive aggressive out there too. And now Laura takes to Instagram as well. I think she wrote it in her stories. Okay. If I'm right. Oh, and that, that and that's in the post we've just read, the article we just read that, you know, that we've got a lot to say and um, just because we've been quiet, it doesn't mean we don't have anything to say about this and, you know, we've been working on ourselves but, you know, we'll, when the time's right, we'll, we'll tell our story our way. But narcissism is kind of an overused term. Um, there are other kind of... Really serious uh, traits at play. I was just going to say, with the narcissism, you know, saying it's an overused term. You know, we can't forget that it is also a mental illness. There's look, there's so much mental health stuff here at play. We're not obviously qualified to make diagnoses, but even if you look at just culturally. Well, I just noticed actually that um, in a recap report um, by church leaders, Stephanie Martin writes this uh, report and she actually puts at the end, like, you know, it's interesting because in Hillsong, Boston, if we can just remember, Josh Kimes is actually facing allegations of overworking staff members and volunteers. And remember, you know, Tiffany Perez came out and said, she was actually given one fifty a week to babysit, dog sit, and clean for the family. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh yeah, and that's like yeah. that. So, 
where the, what the hell was going on? So in New York, you know, Leona's still in NYC with the with the with the lenses. But then on the other hand, Tiffany's being paid chips to look after Kimes' yeah. household for yeah. him in Boston. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Where's <laughs> um, the timeline? But it doesn't well, it's, yeah. it's, it, it's not an innocent, you know, one person ain't complete victim here. It's not and and I think that complication and that messiness and that spider web of abuse, manipulation, control is going multiple directions at yep. one time. Yep. It's going back and forth and all the way around in a full circle. I and mean, this isn't yeah. that's some of the stuff. a one-way street. Yeah, that's some of the stuff I want to pull apart with some experts later on because it is complicated and who is the victim and who's the perp and what if people are what if a lot of people are both and so it'll be interesting when that full report does come out because I don't know why those sections were leaked to those people at that time and yeah who was behind that there's a lot of a lot of excess in this place this hillsong place it's really Lots of excess going on. And for anyone who is watching the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp defamation trial out there, it was interesting when Amber Heard has been diagnosed with borderline personality, which gets thrown around a lot, but also histrionic personality disorder. And I went and had a look because, you know, I must have too much free time. And it just really reminded me of a particular culture. Tell me what you think, Grace. So it says here, healthdirect.gov.au, people with mm-hmm. his personality disorder can seem highly dramatic, theatrical and approval-seeking. They seem like the life and soul of the party, but they can be embarrassing with excessive public displays of love, crying or temper tantrums. The main characteristics of a histrionic personality are constantly seeking attention, being uncomfortable in situations where they are not the centre of attention, displaying inappropriate, seductive or sexually provocative behaviour, being flirtatious, seductive or charming, being manipulative, showing emotions that appear to be shallow and change rapidly. Sounds like the whole church to me. Using physical appearance to gain attention, speaking vaguely. So I find that also interesting. Speaking vaguely, lacking in detail, displaying dramatic and theatrical behaviour with exaggerated emotion. So TV evangelist, hey. Being easily influenced by others or circumstances, considering relationships to be more intimate than they actually are. You know, even from a cultural kind of point of view, I don't know, is it going out on a limb to say that that's very kind of colour your world and the female kind of, culture of Hillsong what do you any thoughts well I've got another article here just thought to like look at because it was like what's the difference between narcissistic personality disorder and histrionic because I I know a bit about NPD but not HPD yeah and it said both are both are obviously mental health conditions characterized as personality disorders They both involve ongoing and repeated thoughts, behaviours, perceptions and feelings that aren't consistent with societal norms and interfere with long-term functioning. Then there's obviously three clusters 
histrionic personality disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, both cluster B personality disorders. Yeah. Yeah. And while there there are similarities of these two conditions, there's some differences. And it just says differentiating traits are how people with each condition think and behave, how their relationships are affected, the risks of other challenges and also effectiveness of treatment options. So it says histrionic, just like you said, like, you know, rapidly shifting shallow expression of emotions. We see yeah. that a lot. I think Instagram and social media platforms actually perpetuate that. Yep. Um, yeah. Using sexuality to gain attention. I mean, look, it sounds like personality disorders are only just going to grow in society. It's more common in women. It's a lot attention-seeking, willing to be viewed as fragile, dependent to get attention. Uh, yeah, whereas narcissistic. That's your whole rose and things that you were talking about and men at the colour you're welding in their suits and stuff, that whole narrative. Yeah, yeah. Not, not individuals necessarily being diagnosed, but in terms of, you know, these are cultural traits of this. Environments that perpetuate yeah. and negatively influence this continuing but you know narcissism as well like looking at expecting admiration and positive feedback I mean that that's rampant yeah I mean you can't say a single negative thing about anything and actually just saying a fact can be skewed by them as negative and seen as Mm -hmm. against you know the way and and being opposing the way you know obviously inflated sense of self dismissive of others struggle with empathy less emotionally expressive more common than men I mean like struggle with empathy dismissive of others that's one thing that's kind of the more strong you know, real abuse of power, whereas histrionic seems to be the whole focus is on fragility and dependency to get yeah. attention yeah, and emotions being rapidly shifting, but still shallow expression. So just while yeah. the New Yorkers were getting attention, other people needed to remind you that they were still there. It seems that the former senior global Hillsong pastors brian and bobby houston have gone somewhere else they're not here uh and bobby started off reminding us all that she's here not here um back on anzac day when she started saying she was uh, she's away from her aussie home and feeling all the realities of a world unfamiliar i think she's almost one of the soldiers this year like you know what I mean? So she chooses to empathise. So there's this whole thing now, I've got to tell you, I choose. So it, there's this whole thing about how they're being spiritually attacked and there's nothing they can do about it because they've done everything right. And you'll see this language in the posts, I choose. You know, everything's so terrible, but I choose. So she chooses to empathise. I choose to empathise and align my heart with all the faithful fallen and returned This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. World wars and conflicts, past, present, and future. The men and women who lost their lives. And you know what I mean? And she's lost her place to hold events so she can sympathize with that the tyranny big word i know of generations and children that unless remembrance is taught honored and stewarded with nobility something sons and daughters and detriment i don't know how people wade through this longevity no such reality is it's a fine line i know right i've never personally fought a literal war but i fought many a battle of kingdom come who the hell is this? <laughs> so remember and remember again, God is generational, isn't he, though? Do you know what I mean? Because, uh, wow, is she only going to, are their kids only suffering because of what they've done? All right. And what is past, present, and future matters to him for those fighting now. And to, she's a digger. Bless you. Be thankful, grateful, honoring Christ like Mother Dove. Bobs, in brackets, in case you weren't sure. Mother Dove, so she's really familiarising with you, the soldiers. I mean, her heart's broken almost like a mother that had a soldier at war. I, I, where is she? Well, we have done a little bit of tracing, but we'll, um, <laughs> we'll carry on and see what comes pouring out next. There was a something about some chicken, isn't it? A, April the 29th gives us some video of a chicken. Happy parenthood. I also see Mother's Day is approaching in some parts of the world. Ooh, what are these people getting paid for? No one actually knows where they are. They still, well, they're not getting paid. Anyway, so that was signed Bob's with a bit of a dove emoji. So she's like full cult clinging to that old cult framework. It's just fascinating. Birthing of an album. Do you want to? Only heaven and usually a few others know the sacrifice and offering within the birthing of an album. Metaphor queen that I am. It's like birthing a baby or anything of wonder and substance. Equally awesome, equally messy. And if if it's big enough in God, equally traumatic. 
So Brian and I are grateful yet again because over decades now, not one of the songs nor albums that have truly endured has come without sacrifice on someone's behalf. As the psalmist says, deep calls to deep at the sound of your waterfalls. So find your place at his table and let your heart go heavenward. Be blessed always and forever. Repost from Joel Houston. Joel's put out an album. Here we go. Okay. It's a journey start to end and we're only just getting started. All that to say to whoever you are and whatever you got going on in your world right now, thanks for being on this journey with us. Or what is this? Okay. Sounds like they're begging for mercy without saying it. It's just like, oh, please partner with us in our creative adventures and whatever else we can salvage from what's happened that's what it feels like it's just this outpouring of stuff then she's got another post of flower yeah, about brown bear babies what and then a nice picture of a self here okay so on the 2nd of may uh, there's a nice picture of bobby there in some morning light hey midday baby midday friends would appreciate some fervent prayer today. Brian and I are good, by the way. Don't stress there. Just a lot of darkness assailing us. This, this, this is not normal, Grace. This is not normal. I have confidence in the angel of the Lord, yet we still got to walk life out down here on earth. Thank you. I like this bit, right? Not often I ask for myself or us, but I am today. Bobby. So don't know what was going on there, but your prayer had to be fervent. Doesn't ask a lot of stuff for herself. And then anyway, the next dates. What was May the third? Because then we're on. I oh, love you, love you, Hillsong family and friends. Miss you. Still here, still contending for Thy kingdom come. Jeez, what does <laughs> that even mean? Don't Still forget. believing for God's best in your lives. Jesus remains. Don't forget all these spiritual battles are the enemies. Age-old strategies to distract souls from the coming to the one we all adore. What's what's going on here? Is she losing her mind? I mean. I don't know. It's almost like she's still trying to engage the church community that and reassure them that she's still around and she's not giving up. The hashtags are thy kingdom come. Hashtag Jesus and hashtag welcome home, which is the old motto from the old uh, from the old days of March. Now, the next post, as we track down the um, patriarch and the matriarch former senior, she seems to be posting a lot, reposting a lot of people's originally original posts, and then putting her own comment on top. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. This one's a big shout-out to Wendy Treat. So Casey and Wendy Treat are in Seattle. I can't remember the name of their church. Brian was there six, eight months ago when he was still in the States preaching up a storm. They've been mates for 100 years. I think it's Casey Treat that got him his first Harley Davidson. And what do you know? Bobby just decided to do a bit of a shout-out to Wendy The Lord used Wendy to help me step over a few critical lines, recalling and destiny many years ago. I wrote of them in the Sisterhood book, a little quick plug. So I'll be forever grateful. I've been a constant lifeline these past seven weeks when many 
have been absent for whatever reasons. I love it. <clears throat> she sends me videos almost daily. Who does that? Except people with enormous pastoral hearts of gold. So <laughs> suffer if you aren't doing that. You are his story. Yeah. Gotta love such friends, right? Bobby, Dove. And then a repost from Wendy, whose Instagram was deleted next to good old Casey. So, mm, seven weeks, huh? Some people have been absent for whatever reasons. I love it. I'm really trying to adopt this because I'm a very blunt person. I've been really trying to adopt the passive aggressive thing. Can you do the Mother's Day one, please? It's not in my nature to not wish all the mums a happy Mother's Day, which I realise is this weekend for many. So, for the ones surrounded with lavish kisses from their babies. Yeah, yeah. Distance, blah, blah, blah. Well, why can't she just say happy Mother's Day? Why does it have to be not in my nature not to wish all the mums? Well, because she's an author. Isn't that right? She's an author. She isn't. For the ones who feel a tad overlooked or maybe forgotten, can I say as a 65-year-old mama, sometimes happens, not because you're unworthy, but just because they forgot to remember. (laughs) And for those who put others before themselves and desiring to yet find themselves as parents and who've lost their mum beyond this and to those who feel they've made too many mistakes to ever find peace again. Grace upon grace upon grace. Oh, and it's just about you don't have to be a biological mum to be a mum. You can be a spiritual mum to many. So mama and grandmama might be marginally distanced from hugging many of the faces she adores, especially Uh her own brood of kids and grandkids, but Uh her heart is towards you all. So be kind Uh to yourself. Um, This is a bit weird. Signed by Bobby. Brackets, and I know Pastor Brian would send the same sentiment. I don't know why you would say that. Because he's having a nap. But where is she? So then why isn't she with her brood that she loves so much? Where'd you go? Well, she's with some tulips. So a day ago, she sent out a special for my girls because it used to be, you know what I mean, all the colour girls and all of that so uh mm. but now it's for my girls Lucille, Esther and Laura each of you are beautiful strong tenacious precious present loving loyal and brave-hearted and I don't mind saying that publicly what a what a girl in this season of our here and now okay and then on with a psalm now she's holding some tulips and we'll get to that uh oddly she then posts a video of a nun and a priest with a quote that says don't mind a little bit of a breeze what's happening am I dead is this my wake am I in hell and no sooner she's lifted up into the air and blown into a flower bed favorite clip ever odd and um that's odd today we're back on the Ukraine and Russia I just looked a bit deeper into the Bobby's last post about Ukraine and Russia. At the very end here, she writes that, so this image came up in my phone memories from Kiev because mm. for very many years now I've been in that part of the world for colour on this weekend or Monday. Uh, Obviously 
during COVID because we all know the world ground to an unusual pause or halt, but for maybe 20 plus years. So my heart genuinely goes out to our Hillsong family in Kiev and Moscow, plus friends in surrounding Eastern Bloc nations. Stay strong, remain brave-hearted. Interesting. I just find it weird because, you know, also we know that the Kiev, uh, former Kiev pastors have, yeah. have wanted to say a lot about what's gone on with them. So she's just ignoring all of that, and that was like two, three weeks ago that a huge report yeah. came out that, you know, they were stood over by Hillsong and threatened and, you know, trapped. And I love that she's just pointing, you know, making a point too that she would be there. <laughs> she would be there this week. So Well, you know, darkness is failing them. Brian's been in form. And we'll attach these uh, gorgeous little screenshots on social media. Well, Brian says, it's not been an easy week, but we have each other and that's special. Thank you to all of you who've been so consistent in sending your encouragement, love and support. We're so grateful. They do have each other. It's pretty much all they've got now, I guess. Hey, don't know where they are. He's in like a Malcolm Turnbull kind of leather jacket look thing that he's got going on and they're snuggled in close in this picture. Because they haven't always had each other. Definitely 40 minutes when they didn't have each other. But they got each other now. Well, the next one was on the 30th of April. And Brian's like, how good is it when family meet for the very first time? Ben hasn't been to Australia for three years. And Lido Rockstar is only 20 months old. It's their big hairy dog. Love at first sight. And then you've got Bobby writing this comment. And she goes, I miss this pooch. And disappointed to have missed seeing my beautiful Benny. Never mind, our family chat is pretty lovely. Hmm. Who writes that crap? Why do they tell everybody everything? I can't explain. Is that on Facebook? Yeah, no, it's on Instagram. Oh, because I can't say that one on Facebook. All right, so why isn't she there then? Where is she? Yeah, why is she saying she's disappointed to have missed seeing him? She's obviously not coming back to Australia when he's going to be, he's obviously leaving before she returns. Well, I just find that really weird. Because two days ago, Brian's choosing. So he said, I chose tulips this year to celebrate Mother's Day for Bobby Houston. This weekend, she is also celebrating 50 years since her salvation on the 7th of May, 1972, which is very significant for Bobby. It's a tough weekend, though, for this spiritual mum who feels cut off from all her spiritual kids. Much love to all. And they're in this kind of tulipy festival thing. And you know what? There seems to be, well, there was a recent tulip festival in Seattle where Casey and Wendy Treat are. So I don't know if that's where they are or if we're supposed to be doing this looking for your pastor kind of game thing. But what... Meaning, like, do you think they're both there together? Well, they were together in a tulip festival at some point recently, and he's posted it two days ago. I just thought of this and thought of um, Barrel, but I don't know. She's away from her Aussie spiritual kids, and he's thrown in a shot there as well. A lot of people had quite a reaction to the posting that he did of an old home fellowship pamphlet, though, a little Mm. before that. Brian put up a, a post of an old pamphlet of the Hills Christian Life Centre Home Fellowship listing from May 1989. And it's a quote of himself and a picture of himself. 
that says, I believe Holmes Fellowships are the backbone of our church, and I would like to warmly encourage you to become involved. And he's written, pioneering is fun. Authenticity is paramount. So, you know, he's really looking back on the way things used to be and getting a bit nostalgic, I think. We were talking earlier a bit about that kind of late stage of developmental, what is it, life development stages that people go through. And Yes. What was the... um? He wrote some papers that were, I guess, I guess, an addition on top of Freud's work. Eric. They taught us Ericsson like 30 years ago. They're still teaching Ericsson now. It's these eight stages of life development, you know, and they can either go well or badly. So you start, you know, as infants with like, you know, trust versus myth, mistrust, whether, you know, if the baby cries, if someone's going to turn up or not. But Oh, and that kind of affects your psychological development, they say. And I was just reminded of this with Brian because the last one is integrity versus despair. Uh, from the mid-60s to the end of life, we are in the period of development known as late adulthood. Erickson's task at this stage is called integrity versus despair. He said that people in late adulthood reflect on their lives and feel either a sense of satisfaction or a sense of failure. People who feel proud of their accomplishments feel a sense of integrity and they can look back on their lives with few regrets and not talk about spiritual assault. However, people who are not successful at this stage may feel as if their life has been wasted. They focus on what would have, should have and could have been. They face the end of their lives with feelings of bitterness, depression and despair. So I wonder... What's going on for our former fearless friends? On yeah, I like well, interesting, interesting. Another website, simplypsychology.org, actually titles that eight stage as ego integrity versus despair. You know, we're contemplating accomplishments and then we can develop integrity if we see ourselves leading a successful life. But yeah. if we reflect on our life and regret not achieving goals, we'll experience feelings of bitterness and despair. And Erickson described ego integrity as the acceptance of one's one and only life cycle as something that had to be, and later as a sense of coherence and wholeness. I mean, I guess, you know, we do slow down our productivity. And I think one thing that was, I guess, very apparent towards these last few years of Brian being global senior pastor, et cetera, et cetera, was that like he was like, I'm not slowing down. We're going to keep moving on, moving forward. I mean, he didn't slow down his travel. I mean, usually you'd start to yeah. wind up and he was like, no, nah, I'm going to keep going. I mean, you know, I did talk to um, one family member who kind of said oh, they felt that he was getting more and more arrogant. And it's, you know, again, these are people's feelings and perspectives and perceptions based on what they're hearing and seeing, you know, from the pulpit and from the messages that the congregation are getting via email and Mm. and social media. But, I mean, he doesn't seem very at all guilty about his past. I mean, Brian has said sorry once, but now it just seems like the boy who cried wolf. 
Well, they're just kind of hanging about, waiting for the war to be over or something. It's it's just an interesting. Well, it feels like it's like this, you know, they've broken up their whatever year relationship with Hillsong and it's now like they're kind of just playing the good guy now. Yeah, they're now, you know, waiting, innocent parties waiting for the unfair trial during a spiritual attack. It's a... Yeah, and the spiritual attack is spirit against spirit, it seems. Mm, it's, uh, spirit of you know, Brian and Bobby and spirit of church. So many side comments, yeah. It doesn't sound like they're dissatisfied about life. I think they're egocentric, definitely mm. about God. And, and that egocentrism really feels like it's very much intertwined with God. It's like they've got the God complex, yeah, um, and yeah. that happens with people when they are you know, the personality and their belief system is very um, black and white thinking and very, very um, concrete, you know, like it can't shift, it's not flexible. And and it just feels like their complex is, yeah, so their identity is so wrapped up in like that they're God's gift on earth and they've done all this for the kingdom and it's now thy kingdom come. Are they talking about thine as in them? (laughs) I mean, for the people that are, you know, theologically playing along at home there's a new apostolic revolution movement that is you know that whole seven mountains of influence thing and this latter days like you know we're in the last times and she's like a really big part of it that's all that language is in there as well it's been in there for a long time this is just a war they need to they're really still clinging on to that you know spiritual stuff and it's just some kind of terrible war like the other ones before and you can't help but think someone who's spent their whole life believing this and then creating a system and a business that has extended into a transnational company with multi-million dollars coming through you can only imagine what they are trying to do I guess maybe speak life into themselves or else it's she I can't keep him, um, on living. She she met him at 14 years old or something. She was 17. Like this is literally their whole life. This um in this article still as well, success in this stage leads to the virtue of wisdom, as in the stage of ego integrity versus despair. Wisdom enables a person to look back on their life with a sense of closure and completeness and also okay. accept death without fear. Wise people aren't characterised by a continuous state of ego integrity, but they experience both ego integrity and despair. Thus, late life is characterised by both integrity and despair as alternating states that need to be balanced. Do they write like OMG on people's Instagram posts? Like OMG. (laughs) Do they call themselves like, yeah. So we'll watch them keep on keeping on. Why she is separated over there, I don't know. I wonder what business needs taking care of. Um, well, look, I, I'm sure there's a whole lot of money in the bank account to go to go shopping and overseas travelling yeah. whilst Why? you're not. Whilst Why now? Why there? Why where? Wherever they tiptoeing through the tulips like what is going on i think they're looking for loyalty and someone they can trust and then help them revive themselves to be honest there'll be a rebirth for sure yeah 
So, yeah, we'll keep a close eye on them or, you know, we'll keep track of it all, um, kind of, you know, trace the pastor. <laughs> Got to tell you, I know a lot of the listeners out there have been sold this idea of Australia as paradise, but as you can hear through some of that, we really wrestle with internet and uh, distance and connections. Apologies for some of that is not so clear and we also had quite the uh, wrestle with Zoom on that day. Thank you so much for your time in joining our conversation. There's so many different aspects of this organisation and its effects to take a look at and different things have impacted different people in so many ways. So We hope some of that was relevant to you. The final part of this conversation is, yeah, the most intense part. And uh, Grace uh, opens up a little bit for us and tells us about her own experience while we examine a, a bit more of what's been going on and how it's affecting people. So that'll be out tomorrow. Please make sure you grab part two. And, of course, we've got one on Sunday night as well. Got a big interview with Rich McHugh that I'm really excited to share with you. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your grandmother. Do whatever you got to do. Uh, look after yourselves. Look after each other. Be kind. Keep leaving Hillsong. And we will talk tomorrow. you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.